Welcome to the Male Mental Health Podcast, a podcast aimed specifically for men. The audience for this podcast is any man, but for also any woman or non-binary folk that wish to get a glimpse into the struggles of men. This podcast is intended to heal men so they may be more patient, kind, understanding, loving, forgiving, and nurturing. The tortured male is prone to anger, violence, and toxicity. Men are three and a half times more likely to commit suicide and have caused 119 mass shootings since 1982, whereas women only account for three. It's time for that to change. I am your host, Jordan Trubokoff. I've done everything from being a dishwasher to founding, owning, and operating a small business that doubled in revenue year after year for six years. At the age of 16, I was diagnosed with bipolar type 2 disorder. I suffered from psychosis, major depressive episodes, yada, yada, yada. What does that mean to you? Put simply, I've had hundreds of hours of professional therapy, formal training in meditation, read dozens of self-help resources, and understand the inner workings of the mental health industry. I want to stress that I am not a professional psychotherapist and can only share the research I do, the training I've received, and the lessons I've learned. If you are thinking of hurting yourself or others, you need to seek professional help immediately. End of discussion. Hell, even if you're perfectly happy and healthy, you should have a professional support system. Now, before we continue, I want to say uh, the outpouring of support for this podcast has been truly humbling. I worried, (laughs) insecurities, that it would be not well received. I had a good friend of mine reach out to say that he deeply identified with a quote from Edgar Allan Poe from the last episode titled Inner Voice. He felt the agony of insanity swallowing him as he sank under a rising tide of depression. He thanked me for this podcast, and that honestly makes me tear up. I need this as much as you do. At first, I questioned that men would get defensive, which I'm sure that will happen. But doesn't that speak to why this podcast is truly needed? I feared as a man that to speak up, I would expose myself as less of a man. Ain't that a bitch? It's like the fable of the Ouroboros, or the self-eating serpent. Men eating men. Once again, as mentioned, this is all on us. All men, help from women if we can, and non-binary folk. We need a structural paradigm shift. And that takes patience and outreach, humility and forgiveness, and honestly, to take some risks. Sadly, the people that probably need to hear this the most will refuse to listen. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. One cannot gaze into the mirror of self-reflection if they are terrified to open their eyes. As silly as it sounds, though, support from others is the cornerstone of truly helping yourself. So with that, here it comes, a lame plug for the show. Please follow, like, and share this podcast with others. Please engage and follow me on Instagram at male mental health space podcast. Spread any words that I've quoted or rambled on about with anyone that needs to hear it. All I can do is continue to put out the best content that I can. 
but I need your help to spread the word. I'll keep saying it, so get used to it. This is on us. So, let's get to the topic at hand this week, motivation and inspiration. As always, let's begin with the quote. Yoda once said, do or do not. There is no try. Bullshit, Yoda. I've seen you as a baby and you're cute as hell, but you are no human. You don't know my struggles. (laughs) So, here's the real quote from an unknown author. You are so much stronger than your excuses. Two things before we dive deeper into this. One, no person on earth, alive or dead, is or was always motivated slash inspired. Not Einstein, who married his first cousin. Not Leonardo da Vinci, who consumed a pint of milk every three hours to treat his diabetes. Not even Nikolai Tesma, who felt that flexing his toes at least a hundred times a day would stimulate his mind. We're all human. We're all distracted sometimes. Two, it's okay to be bored, uninspired, or unmotivated at times. However, a lack of motivation and inspiration over the course of weeks or months could be a sign of something deeper and could be symptomatic of an underlying condition. That condition be burnout, stress, fear, anxiety, etc. If you have found that you cannot simply find joy in the things you used to love, you have withdrawn from those you love, you simply want to sleep, your thoughts are manic and circular, you feel trapped, crushed, and find yourself sneaking away from your desk at work to cry. You need professional help. Trust me, I know all the best crying spots at work. I'm being serious. A lack of motivation and drive may be born of you simply losing the love and excitement for your life. I want to repeat the beginning of this paragraph. A lack of motivation and inspiration over the course of weeks or months could be a sign of something deeper. This is to say a lack of motivation or inspiration occasionally is okay, and you better forgive yourself for it. But an overwhelming sense of dread and feelings that you are a useless piece of shit is where the line has been crossed and it's time to seek help. So what is the difference between inspiration and motivation? Motivation and inspiration is typically a bullshit poster hung on the wall of your high school counselor's office that shows a picture of a dog trying to catch a ball and the subtitle reads, you're perfect, never give up, persevere. That's cute and all, but it really doesn't say a goddamn thing. I think Serby S of keydifferences.com said it best. Motivation is a driving force whereas inspiration is a pulling force. So where does inspiration and motivation come from? Fuck, you figure that out, you'll be a trillionaire. Seriously, though, motivation and inspiration are elusive, fleeting, and it ebbs and flows. As with all things in life, some things are simply out of your control. You can pack up all your painting supplies, drive out to the country to paint a masterpiece, and not accomplish shit. 
Or you could be eating a Nutrigrain bar on the couch in your living room, getting crumbs everywhere, and boom, inspiration strikes. Now, that is not to say you can't be inspired by an event, a trip, a conversation, but you can't make yourself be inspired on a whim. Same with motivation. Sadly, a lot of our motivation is really only driven by money and our jobs. Sadder still is that typically your job will suck you dry of any motivation once you've clocked out. You're tired. So on the weekend when you need to do chores, or even worse, the motivation to do something you love, you ain't got it. A little bit of a disclaimer. A lot of times folks are chasing after being able to do what they love for a living. That's great and all, but it can also be very risky. You run the risk of possibly sucking the healing qualities out of doing what you love because it's now your job. And what you love to do no longer nurtures your mind, body, and soul. This is not to say plenty of folks don't find that balance and can be successful at living this dream, but be very careful. So Jordan, you're saying just hope and pray that motivation and inspiration will come? No, but you can try and cultivate it. So how do you do that? First, try and just begin the task you've been trying to complete. Just start. Just try. Even if it's just for five minutes. You can quit if you truly are not up to it. And once again, that's okay. But I cannot tell you how many times I forced myself to simply try and ended up putting in something as little as an extra 15 minutes. If you can do that just 15 minutes a day for a year, that's more than 90 hours, simply from just trying. Oftentimes when I'm unmotivated, I try and ask myself, who did my 11-year-old self want me to be when I grew up? Or who do I want to be in the future? Oftentimes, after saying this, it's immediately followed by a deep sigh and a god damn it, and then I turn off the TV, video game, or phone. Again, please understand, this is wildly important that if you simply do not have it in you, and you've given it your best five-minute shot, forgive yourself immediately. No questions asked. You tried. It didn't work out. That's okay. The best-selling author Robin S. Sharma said, The only failure is not trying. Second, and what I think is most important, is to set clear and concise goals. Now, these goals must be realistic, short-term, and obtainable. You want to write a book? Write for five minutes a day. You want to learn to play guitar? Practice for five minutes every day. You want to lose weight? Do intense cardio for five minutes a day. As I said before, you'll find these five minutes that you sometimes have to drag yourself to do will turn into 10, 20, 30 minutes. Not always, but that's not the goal. Remember, the goal is to just try. I like to aim for five minutes because that's a reasonable time to engage and get involved in something. But I don't just want you to stare at the clock as you count the seconds until you're done. If you found yourself doing that, it may be one of those days where it's just not for you. But 
you tried. You tried. There are 288 five-minute periods over the span of 24 hours. Try and give yourself, and by extension, your future self, one of these periods. Just start with one. I know for me, my goal for years was to compose, mix, master, and release an album of my original music. I did this by trying in five-minute increments when I was bored. That typically turned exponentially into more time because the wheels were in motion. I'd look over at my guitar and say, Okay, uh, okay, 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 god damn it, I'll give you five minutes. Scott Barry Kaufman of the Psychology Podcast said, While inspiration is not the same as effort, effort is an essential condition for inspiration. Preparing the mind for an inspirational experience. Openness to experience and positive affect are also important as having an open mind and approach-oriented attitude will make it more likely that you will be aware of the inspiration once it arrives. Small accomplishments are also important as they can boost inspiration, setting off productive and creative cycles. So a challenge for this week, five minutes. Dude, five minutes. Just try every day. Five minutes. If you can't do it, that's okay. Some days you'll do 20 minutes. Some days you'll do two minutes. But you tried. And you'll see that that at least trying, so long as you don't feel like a failure, once again, the only failure is not trying, you'll feel better about yourself. Thank you all again for listening. I am so grateful for the love that is being tossed my way. As a side note for the format um, of this show, I'm trying to keep it around 15, 20 minutes. You know, your uh, jog around the lake or your drive to work. Um, I also in the future plan on bringing on some guests uh, that have learned very different lessons than I have a white dude who's straight. Um, people like licensed psychotherapists, gay men, men and women of varying races, creeds and cultures, successful women, etc. I don't want this podcast to become totally reliant on interviews. I am not Joe Rogan, and I don't want to be Joe Rogan. Um, And I found this quote very interesting. Michael J. Formica of Psychology Today wrote, By taking another person's point of view, we broaden our own. In doing so, we become aware of not only our actions, but the consequences of those actions. Let's be the best soul, body, and mind we can be. Being a man comes second. Thank you. Thank you.